Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories mixed with Am I the Arsehole as well. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, all really helps out. And let's crack on with today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from a throwaway account. It's titled, Am I the Arsehole for trying to get rid of boyfriend's dog? And does come with an update throw away because I'm not sure if my boyfriend or his friends use Reddit. So my 29 female boyfriend's brother, 21 male, passed away about a month ago. He had a dog, a bull terrier, named Cat. The dog was staying with my boyfriend's mother during her bereavement leave. My boyfriend, 29 male, loves this dog. I'm not a dog person, but I can tolerate her. She's not vicious or aggressive in any sort of way. Now here is where the problem comes. Boyfriend and I live together. I have an autistic eight-year-old son that I have split custody of. He is absolutely terrified of dogs. It's gotten to the point where he wants to be at his father's house rather than ours. And it's because of the dog. Another thing is the responsibility. I already have an autistic eight-year-old. My boyfriend works long hours and I work from home. We simply don't have time to look after her. I talked to my boyfriend about the possibility of us getting rid of the dog for the sake of my son. He said his mother would take her, but she travels a lot for work. I asked if there was a friend that would take her instead. He says that he isn't sure, but he would like to keep the dog because it was his deceased brother's dog and he'd like to have something to remember him by. He says he will try to see what he can do. A few days roll by and he doesn't seem to be actively looking for a place for the dog. Meanwhile, my child asked if he could stay with his dad because of the dog. So I looked online and found a couple looking for a dog. They decided to come get her. So today, I told him that someone is making the drive to come get the dog. He flips out at me and asks why I would give his dog away. I explained that my child is terrified of the dog when he visits, something he doesn't understand. And I told him that we don't have time for the dog. He gets mad and says that I don't get to make decisions like that without consulting him first. And it's not even my dog to give away. I tell him that he was taking too long because I don't want my child to have to fear living with us because of the dog. Am I the asshole? And we're going to start off with Ewan who says, he gets mad and says that I don't get to make decisions like that without consulting him first and that that's not even my dog to give away. And then says, and he's right about both of those things. You've got a reasonable motivation for not wanting the dog around, but that doesn't mean you can just do it unilaterally. You convince him to do it. And if you can't, then you find a way to deal with that. You're the asshole. It's not your dog and it's not your call. Thunderclap and Smash says you giving away his dog to accommodate your kid would have been the equivalent of him giving away your kid to accommodate his dog. Not to mention, this was his deceased brother's dog. What you did was awful. Twelfth Companion says, you're the asshole. I was going to say no one was an asshole here until you went behind your boyfriend's back to get rid of his dog. I understand you're looking out for your son, but this is a deeper conversation than you have to get rid of the thing you love because it goes against the thing I love. 
This takes conversation. This dog is as important to him as your son is to you and you don't get to tell him he's wrong. If I had someone try to get rid of my animal behind my back, unless the animal was a physical threat to them, I would split with them. That so would be fine. I don't care if one is a human and one is an animal. His dog doesn't have to be less important. This requires chat after chat after chat and you have to be looking for compromise, not get rid of your dog because I said so. You don't respect his grief. You don't respect the things that are important to him. You don't respect him. Um, okay, says everyone sucks here. Here's the asshole for taking in the dog without discussing with you or having a plan for the dog when he is away. You were the asshole for trying to give the dog away without discussing it and him agreeing to it. You both have terrible communication with each other, so everyone sucks here. Okay, outlandish says you're the asshole. Hope the boyfriend gets rid of you and keeps the dog. And one more comment from depressed Ataku who says you're the asshole. His brother died a month ago. You didn't even give him time to grieve. It's reasonable for you to want the dog out of your house for your son, but it's also reasonable for him to want to have something to remember his brother by, especially when the death is so recent. Instead of trying to come to some kind of understanding or even thinking about how he might be feeling at all, your only thought has been to get rid of the dog. You could have set an ultimatum, but there was no discussion, zero at all. I understand if you thought he wasn't being adamant enough and getting someone to take care of the dog, but again, he's still very much in the first stages of grief. To lose your brother and then have to give away his dog, that's a lot at once. I think the worst thing here is that you went behind his back and decided to give it away without any consultation. Not only is that shady, it's disrespectful as fuck. No doubt you've kicked him while he's already down. Hopefully he gets to keep the dog in the end. Poor cat. Edit, and to all the commenters saying it's irresponsible for him to have brought the dog in the home in the first place. From OP's post, it doesn't seem like the dog could have been homed anywhere else. The dog is with them because of a family emergency, not because of OP's boyfriend wanted to intentionally disrupt the household. And now let's move on to the update to find out what happened next. And it came seven days later, which said, so here's an update. My boyfriend still hadn't found a home for the dog. He said he can't bring himself to get rid of the dog because it was his brother's. I tried to tell him that it wasn't his dog to keep and that my child was more important. I said if the dog wasn't leaving, then I was. He kept the dog. So my son and I packed our bags and left. If he wants to be attached to his brother's dog and not care about my son's fears, then that's fine by me. A majority of the comments from my previous post seemed to think that we were both wrong but a few of you thought that I was an asshole, and that's okay. I just didn't want my son to be scared in his own home, but we will be fine. Thank you all for your input on the matter. And then the comments on the update exploded. CyberGhost came in and said, cool update, but still an asshole. To which OP replies saying, read the previous post comments and a majority said I wasn't. Learn to read, please. To which the Rabble Alliance replied to that in quoting it and saying, talk about an unreliable narrative. I glanced at your original post and here is the breakdown by top comments. You're the asshole equals 79. Everyone sucks here equals 20. Info equals three and not the asshole equals four. Therefore, the clear consensus by a factor of almost four to one was that you are the asshole. You are lying that a majority jointly criticized both you and your boyfriend. You should take your own advice and learn to read, please. Please also learn how to count. Holy mole now i'm going to turn this one to you guys what do you guys think of that situation let me know your thoughts in the comments below and let's move on to another story
And our next story comes from Extreme Break 6638 who says, Am I the asshole for telling my soon-to-be niece that she doesn't need to wear a dress to my wedding? I, 32 female, am getting married to my fiance, 41 male, next year. After we got engaged, I suggested it might be nice if I asked my fiance's niece, who's 15, if she wanted to be a bridesmaid too. I've only met her a couple of times, and so we are not close, but she seemed like a cool kid, and I thought it might be a nice way for us to bond, slash get to know each other, slash involve her in the wedding. Side note, she's the only niece or nephew on either side of the family. Anyway, cut to a few weeks ago, and we're in my fiance's hometown to visit his family and discuss wedding-related stuff. His brother, sister-in-law, and their daughter came over, and I noticed this time that she was dressed a lot more androgynous than I remembered. The topic moved to wedding dresses and bridesmaids dresses and I could see she was immediately uncomfortable. Her parents, her mum really, and grandma were making comments about how she'd need to be more feminine slash brush her hair etc and how nice it would be to see her like that. I'll be honest and say that this hit a nerve with me as I was very much a tomboy as a teenager even though I'm not anymore and it absolutely broke me whenever my relatives would say things like that. Eventually, her mother made a comment along the lines of, it'd be nice to see you dressed like a girl for once. And she looked really sad, embarrassed, and upset. In response, because that really hit a nerve, I immediately told her that my maid of honor would be wearing a trouser suit for the wedding and that I'd given all the bridesmaids the option of wearing anything they want as long as it's in the wedding color to make things easier. I pulled out my phone and started showing her photos of the ideas my friends had sent me. A jumpsuit. Colotes, <laughs> so you say that a trouser suit, a tailored tux, etc., and let her know that she could pick anything at all that she wanted. She could even wear jeans and trainers if that made her comfortable, and that it's a wedding, not a fashion show. My niece perked up a bit when I said that, but her mum looked really pissed off. She's since asked my fiance to pressure me into getting all the bridesmaids' dresses so their daughter will have to wear one. Which, lol, no. My husband doesn't give a shit what she wears, but obviously also doesn't want his family and me to be arguing on the wedding day. I don't want to back down because I know what it feels like to be pressured into wearing something that makes you uncomfortable. But on the other hand, I know it's only for a day and it'll make the family happy. Am I the asshole for trying to overrule her parents? Absolutely not the asshole in this situation and well done for you for sticking to your guns on this and I think you should continue to do so. And I got to say, I don't think you're the one who's trying to overrule anyone here. They're trying to overrule you, if anything. It's your wedding, so you get to decide what happens. And I think you should continue to do so. But Billy says, definitely not the asshole. Don't back down. Stand your ground. Never in my life had I thought I would be urging someone to be a bridezilla. Please, please be the bridezilla. Go full bridezilla. OP replies saying, full bridezilla it is. Foosball says not the asshole. Take her shopping to get a wedding outfit so mum can't overrule you. Keep your niece's outfit at your place. Fun 2 says not the asshole. She's 15 and is old enough to decide on how she would like to dress. You're being very reasonable by allowing her to be comfortable in what she is wearing, as long as it is meeting the wedding colour. The mum is an asshole for trying to make her daughter wear something that she would be uncomfortable in. This would make her not enjoy being your bridesmaid and could also affect your happiness knowing that one of your bridesmaids are not happy. Arbitrary Angelfish says, not the arsehole, you would be the arsehole if you went back on it now, for a couple of reasons. First, you'll be taking back your word to your other bridesmaids and forcing them all to be less comfortable to accommodate your brother-in-law and sister-in-law's bullying. 
Second, how would you have felt at that age when your family treated you that way and someone told you were allowed to wear what you were comfortable in and then immediately turned around and did your family's bidding? If her shitty parents want to bully her into wearing something that makes her uncomfortable, you can't stop them, but that doesn't mean you should help them. And Opie replies that saying you're absolutely right. I'd have felt like shit. Okay, I'll stick to my guns. And one more from Sufficient Zucchini says, you are so right, it's not a fashion show. To put someone's comfort ahead of traditional garb and matchy-matchy crap is very nice of you. Sounds like her parents are the ones who need to work on themselves, not their daughter, not the arsehole. Now, what is your thoughts on this one? Let me know in the comments below and let's move on to another. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Story. My next story comes from Am I the Arsehole Can't Compete, who says, Am I the Arsehole for telling my daughter that I can't compete with her stepmom and that if she can't cope with it, she should live there full time? 15 years ago, I, 19 at the time, dated this guy, Mark, 25 at the time. I got pregnant after a few months with him. I wasn't ready for a kid, so I gave Mark full custody of our daughter, Natalie, now 14, and I'd visit a couple of times a year. Mark is from a good family and already had a great job when we first met. He quickly climbed up the ladder and is able to give Natalie a very privileged life. When Natalie was two, he met Amy and they got married when Natalie was four. Natalie and Amy have always been very close and Amy is very involved in her life. She's room mum, head of the PTA. She was the soccer coach, the softball coach, head of the theater guild and found a way to be part of everything Natalie was involved in. She also drives Natalie to school early in the mornings so they could stop for breakfast first and she packs Natalie's lunch every day. And not something like peanut butter and jelly and bags of chips. She makes Natalie's steak or quiche or lettuce wraps with a side of salad with homemade dressing, fresh fruit and homemade dessert. Natalie doesn't understand that the only reason Amy is able to do all of this because she doesn't work and she doesn't have to do much around the house. They have a cleaning service come multiple times a week. I recently got an apartment close to Mark and Amy's house and I have Natalie one week out of the month now. It was pretty hard for both of us at first. Natalie had a hard time understanding that we're not stopping for breakfast before school and the best thing she's going to get from me for lunch is a turkey sandwich, cookie from the grocery store I work at, bag of chips and an apple. She was also not used to the fact that she has to clean up after herself. Natalie was here last week and we were already not getting along because she had an event at school that week that she told Amy about and not me because she refused to clean her room and because I found out that she's been throwing away the lunches I make her and asking Amy to bring her lunch since she started staying with me. 
She had a sore throat on Wednesday and I let her stay home from school. Then she started getting ready to leave for work. When I was about to leave, she made a comment that Amy always stays home with her when she doesn't feel well. I said it's a sore throat and that she'll be fine, but she got an attitude and said that I should try to be a good mum like Amy. We ended up arguing and I told her that I can't compete with Amy and that if she can't handle that, she needs to go back to her dad's house. She called Amy to pick her up and I haven't heard from her since. I was supposed to take her out for dinner this Saturday, but now she doesn't want to go. So I wanted to know if I was the arsehole. And we'll start off with illustrious Tor247 who says you're the arsehole. Your daughter may have your DNA, but you aren't her mother. She may have been through a dramatic and possibly traumatic change when you step back into her life. Because of that, your expectations for this relationship aren't realistic. She is 14 and you literally abandoned her at birth. You have a golden opportunity to get to know the young woman she is becoming, but you have turned the situation into a competition between you and her mother. You cannot blame her at all for not wanting to spend time with you. Sotomi says, no one's an asshole here. I think you need to stop and try to imagine how you'd feel if you were your daughter. She's been given a very nice life by her father and stepmom. You were rarely in the picture and that's when it suited you. Now you decided to be a mum, and you think this human whom you birth should be happy to have you in her life. I wouldn't. I'd be pissed if I had to leave the comfort of my home to go stay with a stranger for a week every month, simply because she decided to move close enough that it's convenient for her. You've uprooted her. You've not helped her adapt. You expect her to be happy you're around, and you're mad because she isn't. You pull her away from her comfort for an entire week and take her to a place that's clearly less than she is accustomed to and you are mad because she's not happy. She's 14. 14 year olds aren't happy anyway and you're giving her way more reasons to be unhappy. Proof Canary says, from here, all I see is a teenage daughter that wants to connect more with you and is constantly being met with, I'm not willing to try, go get your needs met elsewhere. Then she does by asking Amy to bring her lunch and you also get angry. She's not feeling well and needed someone to take care of her. She asked you as another way to connect and you dismissed her once again. She doesn't want you to compete with Amy. She wants her mother to make her feel like she is a priority. And one more from Dinky Dish who says, you're the asshole. You are no different than a majority of the absent father posts we see her every day in the subreddit. You chose to be an absent parent. You chose to put in bare minimum effort. You chose to give the father full custody and you chose to not be a parent at all. And now you're choosing to go to the same route even though you live closer and you're unhappy with your daughter for being unhappy with bare minimum. You are not her parent. You're a birth mother and a person in her life. Amy is the true mother here. She didn't have to do all the things for your daughter that she does, and she's not doing it for anyone else but your daughter. Your daughter is her number one priority and your daughter knows that. And now she knows she's not priority to you at all. So there's really no need for her to bother with you anymore. Not when she already has everything she needs at home. Now, I'm gonna turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? I think it's an incredibly tricky situation as some people explain there, but what are your thoughts on this? Let me know in the comments below and let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from Commercial Motor 394 who says, am I the asshole for not letting the neighbor's kids use my pool? I'm a 32 year old woman and my wife, who is a 33 year old woman, and I finally bought our home instead of renting. It took a lot of work, but we got to do it and it's the home we both love and plan to spend the rest of our lives in. It even has a pool, which is just amazing and something I'd always wanted, but never thought I'd have. The issue is our next door neighbors. I keep finding their kids using our pool, having hopped our fence and I keep getting them to leave. 
I've spoken to their parents about this issue and they told me that the elderly couple we bought the house from would let the kids use the pool in exchange for cleaning it so they're just used to being able to use it. I told them that was fine when it was the last neighbor but it's something my wife and I are not comfortable with as we don't know them well enough plus if the kids were hurt we'd feel awful about it. They insisted their kids wouldn't get hurt and asked if it would be okay if the kids used it whenever we weren't as they're just kids and spoke about how it's getting hotter now. I was getting annoyed at this point and told them they should get their own pool then and I've already told them we weren't comfortable with this. Ever since then, I've had to chase the kids a couple more times and their parents are constantly sending me dirty looks whenever they see me. I've since posted a sign stating it's a private pool and can only be used with permission. Am I really being unfair here? Yes, it sucks the kids had an arrangement with the last owners, but it's our pool now. Absolutely not the arsehole in this situation. And we've covered many a time about asking about neighbors wanting to use the pool. I don't get the entitlement from these people for one, but many times whenever we cover stories like this, we first mention the insurance because you know you're gonna get your ass sued if they do get hurt in your pool for whatever reason. But then just back onto the plain entitlement, can you imagine being these people, you know, and just saying, yeah, go jump in the neighbor's pool. I know they're new neighbors, but they won't mind because the previous neighbors didn't mind. Who thinks like that? What goes through their head? Obviously not very much, but <laughs> let me know your thoughts on that one. And let's go to the comments to see what they say. What's my password says, not the asshole. You know, those parents would sue you into the next century if the kids got so much as a scrape. Etaniel says, not the asshole. Tell them if you find their kids in your pool again, you're going to file a trespassing against them with the police. They're not entitled to use your pool whenever they want, plain and simple. And yes, I would also be worried that if something bad did happen, they would blame you, so it's just not worth it for you. The agreement they had with a prior neighbor does not automatically transfer to you. Historical inaccurate says not the asshole. The arrangement was with the previous owner, not you. You could be liable if the kids get hurt or worse. They are trespassing. The parents can now learn to tell their kids no and how to respect others' property. Edit, also put up a camera on the pool and get video evidence of them trespassing as you may need to go to court if they decide to continue their course of their assholedom. <laughs> and one more from rap to right who says, not the asshole, your pool, your property, your privacy, your liability, your decision. The arrangements they may have had with the previous owners are totally irrelevant. Ah, oh, dear, dear, dear. Now, what would you do if that was your pool and the neighbor still insisted on keep coming over? How would you deal with that? Holy moly. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Now, as always, a huge thank you for spending your time with me today. Getting involved in the stories, your love, support and time always means the absolute world to me. Let, thank you for letting me know what you're up to on Twitter as well whilst you're listening. Really does make my day. Thank you so much. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs, eat some breakfast, milk and eggs, brush my teeth up, wash my face, throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that's a damn. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 